Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. studies done about how our brain reacts when it encounters something that it agrees with versus something that it disagrees with. Brain scans that have been done while various scenarios were presented to people showed that when we encounter something we agree with, it stimulates a sense of well-being in the pleasure center of the brain. When the brain encounters something that challenges it or disagrees with it, it stimulates the fight-or-flight portion of the brain, which is why disagreement feels so unpleasant to us and why we sometimes see people get so upset when they're challenged on something. New ideas are especially tricky for us as they could very well challenge our previously held ideas, which cause us stress or strain. It's hard to imagine what's happening in Acts is not being an extreme challenge to everybody involved. Peter especially, who in spite of his deeply held devotion to God's law, has just been told to hang out with some Gentiles in direct contradiction to God's law. His deeply held beliefs are being challenged, but he handles it like a pro as we continue with his story in Acts chapter 10 verses 23 through 29, which says, The next day Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. The following day he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. While talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean, so when I was sent for, I came without raising any objections. May I ask why you sent for me? Now we'll get to Cornelius' response to that question tomorrow, but as the man first encounters Peter, he's so overwhelmed by such a God moment that he falls at Peter's feet in worship, which Peter, of course, will have none of. He's just a man, he says, which we know about him, of course, and we know about ourselves, but there still seems to be a very real drive in our hearts to promote ourselves and to elevate ourselves, or even to elevate others. We crave acknowledgement or thanks or applause. Peter shuns it, on the other hand. Only Jesus is worthy of glory, and so we are challenged and inspired by his example here. As Peter comes into the house, he finds a ready crowd waiting and notes that what's happening now doesn't really happen in their world. According to the Jewish law, Jews and Gentiles just don't mix. He would normally never go to a Gentile's house. This is unheard of, a unique event in Jewish history. But as we see now, as Peter has realized, that the vision of the clean and the unclean animals was all a setup for this moment. God is breaking down walls, God is opening up doors, God is redefining how his followers are to act, and the divisions between Jew and Gentile are no longer going to remain, not in light of the uniting power of the gospel. Jesus has come for everyone, so the game is being changed dramatically. Peter was willing to let his preconceived ideas be challenged and changed by God, and we should be willing to as well. For today, pray that God would shake up your own preconceived ideas that aren't right, those ideas that we often don't even realize that we have. 
Ask him to bring truth to you no matter what, and that anything that you believe that isn't in line with him would come into clarity for you now instead. Mm-hmm.